good to be with you. Today we are going to talk about the problems that we have forgiving. The reasons why forgiveness is so very difficult. Hopefully we're going to come up with some solutions about what we might do to make it easier. Well, part of the reason forgiveness is so difficult is that we have such strong emotions associated with the offense, the loss, the rejection. These emotions, whether it's anger, sadness, sometimes shame, sense of injustice. We have these very, very strong emotions. And at the same time we have those strong emotions, we have something that says, if I forgive, it's basically agreeing with the person who has offended me that I don't matter. Strong emotions plus this sense that this person or this group of people is saying I don't matter or my feelings don't matter and that if I forgive it's as if God is handing me a, a legal document and on that document it says I don't matter and I'm supposed to sign my name at the bottom and hand it in. This what we want to talk about today is why it's so difficult to forgive. To get an idea, give ourselves some grace about what we're trying to do. That we're working against something that most of us run our lives by. That is our feelings. We are working against our feelings to forgive. Let's talk about where those feelings are coming from, specifically the feelings of my feelings don't matter. I'm just supposed to put on a happy face. In many of our families, when we were growing up, we experienced a loss. Our pet died, grandma died, friends excluded us from the the group, maybe a friend moved away, and we were sad. And we expressed that emotion to one of our parents. And what many of us got was a response, something like, oh, you shouldn't be sad. You'll find other friends. Oh, we'll get you another one. That is called invalidation. Most of us got that because our parents were not able to handle their own emotions, much less try to handle ours. And they just gave us what they received, which is, it's uncomfortable, let's try to make it go away. 
In fact, let's go out for ice cream, or for pizza, or let's get a Coke. And I believe one of the reasons we have such an obesity epidemic in our culture is because we have associated these treats, these sweets, with comfort. We were unable to be comforted by the caregiver, and they helped us turn to high-carb, high-calorie food for comfort. Some of us got even worse treatment. We heard things like, oh, don't be a baby. Or, if you don't stop crying, I'll give you something to cry about. The message, think of the message that was learned. My feelings don't matter. My emotions don't matter. If I want to get along in this family, I need to either repress them, stuff them, and put on a happy face. And I believe most of us have become professional forgiveness fakers. We put on a happy face, a camera smile, and we have given it a shot at forgiveness, but you know, we ju it just doesn't work for us. We just don't feel it. it. It's something perhaps we don't even understand. Well, I think it helps us understand if we take that model that many of us learned in childhood, this invalidating experience that I don't want you to be sad, so don't be sad. It makes mommy uncomfortable when you're sad. It makes mommy sad when you're sad. And we've learned that, well, we just shouldn't be. And so, but somewhere deep inside, many of us are very, very angry. We want to be heard. We want our voice to be heard. And we want to be listened to. We want to be understood. We actually want to be validated. We hear invalidation. Don't cry. Don't be sad. Just forgive. Just let it go. I mean, just what's wrong with you? Let it go. Always said by someone who's not invested like you are. Always said by someone who didn't lose that relationship, who's not sitting in pain and anger. Oh, just let it go. So we want to get an idea of, first of all, why it is so difficult, and then we can start moving toward some solutions. You see, many of us see God as the biggest source of cosmic invalidation in the universe. The ultimate invalidator. I don't care how you feel. You should forgive. I want to tell you that's a lie. That God actually is a validator. He's interested in how you feel. And he would say, before anyone else, you matter. You matter. Your feelings matter, and you matter. Well, let's take a look now at where these feelings come from. Because something many of us may not know is that your feelings 
can change. In fact, many of us remember if sometime this year you have misplaced your phone, you had some very strong emotions. Maybe you thought someone stole it or you lost it, and then suddenly someone found it. There it was. And your feelings, in a moment, changed. We run our lives by our feelings, but our feelings are actually change with new information. And so this morning, we want to look at some new information, perhaps look at forgiveness from God's point of view or from another point of view, and see if we can make this forgiveness process a little bit easier. You see, God is a forgiver. And part of our journey is that we want to be like him. The journey of forgiveness is a journey into relationship with God. It's a journey into the depth of this relationship with God. And many of us have been satisfied at a very superficial level with our relationship with God. And these opportunities for forgiveness, it's like him calling us into something deeper. Because with a strong relationship with God, forgiveness becomes easier. We, the more we know him, the better we know him, and the better we understand what forgiveness is, the easier it's going to be to forgive. This happened to me just not long ago. I was expressing some emotion about something that had been taken from me, and the words I got were, you shouldn't feel bad about that. There's a lot of worse things that happen in the world. Or maybe we get a Christian cliche, all things work together for good. These are invalidating responses. While true, there are worse things that are happening in the world. People are dying. People are starving. And all things do work together for good. To have someone tell you that when you're in pain, it's not empathy. And it doesn't validate the fact that you feel bad right now. And we should share the joy of those who are joyful and the grief of those who grieve. Now, if someone is staying in their pain for days and weeks, and every time you see them, that's all they talk about is what this person did to them. After listening for a few times, if you're a good friend, you may say, do you know anything about forgiveness? Because it sounds like this is eating you. And I could help you with that. I want to do a thought experiment now. I want to do a bit of an imagination journey. So let's imagine that someone came from the back of the room and handed me a card. And this is what the card said. There's been damage to a vehicle in the parking lot. And I read the description of the vehicle and it matches yours exactly. There's been about $1,000 damage to the driver's door. It was a hit and run. Your vehicle is the only one that was damaged and we're sorry. 
It looks like you're going to have to get in through the passenger door when you leave. <laughs> How are you feeling? How, what, is, what is happening? Who, who did this? Did someone follow you? Who, do you think of all the people that really don't like you? <laughs> and you have certain emotions. Anger, maybe resentment. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I should have stayed home. Why did I bother? And then someone else comes from the back of the room, and they hand me a couple of sheets of paper. And this is what it says. We from the administration grieve with the person whose car was damaged and are not pleased that you were treated in this devaluing manner. Furthermore, because you are a citizen in good standing in the kingdom of heaven, you are fully covered for any damage to your vehicle, which is property of the kingdom, as is your house and all your other belongings. And because the kingdom has such bountiful resources, and we recognize the personal value of what you have lost, the administration has decided to give you a check for $1 million. <laughs> Not only for repairs, but also for your pain and suffering and for the inconvenience that this has caused while you are here on kingdom business. We would kindly ask you that after depositing the check, other than filling out a formal police report, you do not insist that the criminals pay for the damage. It is best for the kingdom and for you personally if you would simply cancel their debt to you. We recommend that you not even insist on an apology. Okay, now how are you feeling? Much better. But you've got a couple of options, don't you? The first one is to say, look, this is a fairy tale. This is not real. The check is not real. We're all imagining this. That doesn't happen. And I'm going to continue to pursue the vandals who did this because I don't believe it. You've got another option, option number two. You can take the check, you can deposit it, and when the check clears, because you still feel angry and you still have a dent in your door, you're going to go after them because it feels unjust for you to sit with this anger. You've got a third option. You can deposit the check. And even though you still feel irritated, angry, and inconvenienced at the people that did this, you are going to do the work of canceling this debt and letting this go. You are decided that because you have such resources and the, the administration has been so gracious to you, you are going to do everything you can to try to change how you feel. And by the way, we change how we feel by what we focus on. 
And every time you see that dent in your door, it reminds you of something. And maybe you need to put that check up on your wall, or maybe you need to do something to remind you of what you have received from the kingdom of heaven. Furthermore, I'll keep reading the rest of the, of the message. We in the kingdom of heaven know who did it, and we are holding them responsible for their behavior. We can assure you that action will be taken at the proper time. The debt they owe is already so large that adding your debt to it will not make any difference. Let me read that again. The debt that they owe is already so large that adding your debt to their account is not going to make any difference. It is not necessary for justice. Now, we in the kingdom have heard complaints that our wheels of justice turn too slowly. Remember, nothing is hidden that will not be revealed. Justice for kingdom citizens is important, but it is complex. More complex than you realize. Since we are covering not only your property, but with this check, you will be able to pay off all of your other debts. We ask that you consider this act of aggression against you as an act of aggression against the kingdom. We are providing your resources, and you do not take this personally. In light of our generosity to you, the administration would appreciate if you would go through the process of forgiveness. We don't want you mired in the process of trying to bring these people to justice yourself. We don't want you mired in the process of bringing these people to justice yourself. This process is going to take valuable energy from you as you focus and you fixate and you ruminate and you review all of the negative words and behaviors that were done to you. We in the kingdom notice that when kingdom citizens take offenses personally, the joy of life disappears. And they tend to live in fear and anxiety, which often leads to depression. We also know from experience that those who don't make the effort to forgive will soon begin to exhibit a judgmental spirit. An attitude of criticism, negativity, and self-righteousness, which is not good for your health and for your other relationships. Nor is it good for our kingdom because you continue to represent the kingdom of heaven and others who come in contact with you may get the wrong impression of what life in the kingdom is like. You see, a king is known by the desirability of his kingdom. This is usually based on the contentedness, on the peace, 
on the joy, on the productivity, and the success of the citizens in that kingdom. Angry, vengeful citizens who don't understand and apply the benefits of the king's debt forgiveness program or apply it only to themselves and don't extend it to others actually misrepresent the king and his kingdom and discourage others from visiting. We in the kingdom apologize for the inconvenience But rest assured that this loss of relationship, respect, and personal property has nothing to do with you or your value. The king takes a personal interest in each of his citizens, so personal, in fact, that he prefers to call his citizens children. Remember, in the kingdom, persecution is expected and rewarded. If there is anything that you have lost that has not been replaced, or if you would like something more, please ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Sincerely, the administration of the kingdom of heaven. I want to give you now a moment to think about the parable and think about how you view it and think about how God views it. And if anything in this letter from the administration might change how you think about forgiveness, how you feel about forgiveness, and perhaps it gives us more of an idea of how God sees forgiveness. So let's take a minute or two and jot some notes Talk among yourselves. Let's take a break.